What's up, Internets? This is your boy, DJ Ben Amin, and we've got an awesome episode of Fan Bros headed up. But before we get to that, make sure you head over to fanbros.com. Check out all the great content there. Articles, reviews, podcasts. It's awesome. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. Doodle. What's up, Internets, and welcome to another Fan Bros special delivery. This is Chico Leo, and I am flying solo in the escape pod tonight. Um, so, normally on special delivery, we pick a show, and we uh, follow it throughout the whole season, break down each episode, as well as talk about the state of TV that week, or that month, or that season. Um, right now, we're in between two very big Fan Bros shows. Uh, last week we finished up our coverage of the latest season of The Walking Dead. Next week we're going to start our coverage of the new season of Game of Thrones, which leaves us with with a week in between. Um, some stuff did premiere and some stuff did end, but uh, nothing that was totally uh, you know fan bros worthy. Um, you know we had the premiere of Mad Men. Um, and we had, uh, the ending of Shameless, which is what I was going to talk about. But as I was coming home, I was reading on Twitter, all the black girls rock tweets, um, which I missed. I was actually at dinner. I think it started at seven, but, um, basically I was going to talk about Mad Men, which is basically a show that while it critiques, it is basically just about male white privilege um, and so it just didn't seem right to talk about that in the, on the evening with the whole, uh, black girls rock and all the positive vibes. Um, shameless is a show that I really like. I know Ben likes, I know captain Kirkisha likes, I think there's other people on the team who watch it uh, for some reason. And well, not for some reason. I mean, it just never seemed like a fan bros show. Um, so I decided instead of covering an actual show, I was going to give a shout out to the top 10 black female characters on TV shows that I watch that I consider fan bro shows that have aired this year in 2015. Um, so starting with number 10, Sasha from The Walking Dead, um, played by Sonequa Martin-Green. Sasha's had a, a rough go of it uh, this season. Spoilers. She lost both her, both her brother and her boyfriend to zombies. Um, she's seen everyone, you know, get killed and has kind of been on the edge of losing it all season. But she's also the best shot in the crew. And even as she's been on the verge of having breakdowns like three or four times, she's consistently come through for the other people uh, in what we call Rick's group. Um she also carries a really outrageous, like, semi-automatic, you know, sniper weapon that um, anyone out there who remembers the G.I. Joe comic from the 80s, there's like, uh, I think it's issues 26 and 27 that are the origins of Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. And there's a, some really dope flashbacks to when they were in Vietnam. And there's this one panel that I always remember that had Stalker, 
Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. And with the gun that she carries and just the way that she rolls, she could literally be the fourth person in that panel. So, um, shout out to Sasha. Um, let's see, who, who, uh, who else do we have? Um, we got Indra. From the 100, who's played by Adina Porter, who also played Tara's mom on True Blood. And um, what else? She was on the newsroom. But on the 100, she's actually a dope uh, leader. There are these tribes that live on the ground. And in the 100, there's a bunch of people who've been in space for 96 years. And they send a bunch of kids down to uh find out basically if if the earth is habitable it is habitable there's people living down there and there's there's these different tribes they refer to them as grounders and indra is the leader of one of the tribes and she's taken one of the kids who came down under her wing um she's really dope you know she's uh you know strong leader who is ruthless when she needs to be and um you know, a wise warrior, uh, when, when she needs to be, um, Desiree Dupre played by Angela Bassett as, uh, was seen on American horror story, uh, freak show. She of the three breasts. Um, so she didn't have a lot to do, but she had, uh, I mean, she appeared in most of the episodes. Um, she was in the circus cause she did have three breasts and uh, she was married to um, dude from the Shield, Michael Chiklis, um, who it turns out was gay. And so there were scenes of them trying to, uh, you know, get it on, and it just never seemed to work out. But um, yeah, De- Desiree Dupre, Angela Bassett would normally be higher on this list, but that's where Desiree Dupre was. Um, what are we at? Number eight. Um, well, that was number eight. Um, I got someone here who I can't even actually read. Oh, V. So Shameless did end this evening. And, um, it's not a show that I would normally uh, talk about on Fan Bros. I do really like it a lot. Um, it's a great family show about a, a family in Chicago on the South Side who are basically, it's like, uh, you know, lower middle class version of party of five um except the dad is a drunk who shows up every now and then and the mom is mentally ill and shows up once a season and makes a lot of mess of things but the neighbors kevin v are um sort of one of the few sources of sanity on the show and this is a shout out to v played by shinola hampton um v and kevin have had quite a quite a season they have new babies they have twins um, and actually, uh, Kevin is also the father of a child uh, that was conceived with V's mom when they thought that V and Kevin couldn't have a, a baby. So they actually have two and a half children between them. Um, and so that's been a big storyline this season. And Shameless manages to sort of really ride the line between sort of wacky hijinks and really super offensive stuff and still maintain like, uh, you know, an, an, a real emotional connection to all the characters. And um, this was definitely the biggest season for V and, and Kevin. Um, so shout out to V. 
um, Shanola Hampton. Uh, the next one, number six, is going to be uh, Max from Black Sails, played by Jessica Parker Kennedy. Uh, Max started out the show as a prostitute in a, in the brothel on Nassau, which is this um, being it's basically been taken over by pirates. And so the whole thing is just a big pirate trading city. And she's worked her way up to now is the controlling owner or has a controlling interest in the brothel, is no longer a prostitute. But she's used the uh, information that she gets in the brothel that her girls collect from the pirates to um, actually basically become a power broker on the island. Um, there are some who don't consider Black Sails a, uh, a, a Fambro show. Um, there is, you know, some representation, but I, I feel like the outlaw status of, um, pirates and Vikings for that matter, um, just puts a different spin on things, a different flavor, uh, that I think does appeal to both geeks and to people of color in the same way that the X-Men did that outsider thing of going up against this, the implacable establishment, um, also, you know, pirates, uh, I, I think pirates are dope. Um, let's remember in the Watchmen when the kid was reading the comic throughout the Watchmen that got later made into the movie, it was Tal Tales of the Black Freighter. That's a pirate, uh, that's a pirate comic. It's definitely a, a genre that I feel like fits into, uh, Fambros. So yeah, um, this next one is a little bit of a cheat because I said there are shows that have been on already in 2015. This one's premiering next week, but um, shout out at number five to Miss Andre. Um, I think Miss Andre, um, played by Natalie Emanuel. She's Daenerys's, Daenerys Targaryen's handmaiden slash herald slash right-hand woman. Um, she also, uh, her position has definitely risen like Max's from Black Sails. Um... Definitely expecting to see more from her and of her, as well as just in general on, on Game of Thrones. Um, I think we're going to see just more in general characters of color because they're going to be spending more time on Essos, the eastern island or the eastern land that just seems to have more people of color. Um, there's going to be stuff with the Daughters of the Dust. And um, so far, of all the characters that we've met, uh, Miss Andre speaks the most uh, the most languages of anyone. Um, so shout outs to her. Um, so now we're getting into the uh, the real. We're in the top five here. Uh, num some of these are going to be controversial, but uh, number four goes to Lana Kane from Archer, played by Aisha Tyler. Um, Lana is basically the Marilyn of, of Archer. Um, that's a reference to the Munsters, which was a family where everyone was a monster, except Marilyn, the daughter, who was just a very normal, average, you know, woman. So Lana Kane is anything but normal and average. She's a super spy. She's really good at it. But she works in an agency where basically everyone is totally insane. And she's the normal deadpan one. She's basically the straight man in almost any situation, except she's she's a super talented, super crafty, you know, super able spy. Um, and it's really a workplace comedy, Archer, for those who don't watch it. It's animated, which means they can do a lot more. 
But um, it, it really is just a workplace comedy set at, you know, it's like if Cheers, if they were spies instead of, uh, you know, just people sitting in a bar. Um, Belana Kane is really dope. Um, she and Archer now have a child together. And so they're trying to balance being spies and risking their lives with raising their child. So this is going to be the most, the most controversial one at number three. I had a, a, a tough time with uh, number two and three. Um, I'm going number three. I'm going Michonne, uh, Michonne um, by D- Denai Guerrero. Um, Guerrero? Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, Michonne is obviously really dope. Um she's sort of in many ways an emotional anchor or the emotional anchor for Rick's group on the walking dead. Um, she's mastered the samurai sword. Um, she just, just her entrance alone where the first time we saw her, she shows up in the woods with, uh, cloaking her scent with zombies that she's cut off their lower jaw and she's cut off their arms and she's got them on, on chains. And, um, just her presence, and um, the probably only reason I put her at number three is because it's an ensemble show. Um, my number two is Abby Mills, played by Nicole Bahari on Sleepy Hollow. And I definitely think Abby Mills is the star of the show. Um, she's the main character, and she's basically everything. I mean... She's the all-American girl, and she's a cop, but she's funny, she's smart, she's compassionate, and she's um, who we, you know, basically she represents us with Ichabod Crane, who's traveled through time, and he basically learns all about modern America through her, and... um, so she's 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 sort of important on on two levels. Nicole Bahari gives an awesome performance. Um, it's not clear if it's going to be back if Sleepy Hollow is going to be back next year. I'm hoping it is. Um, so yeah, Abby Abby being the main character on Sleepy Hollow is what puts her ahead of Michonne um, in on on my list. And number one is definitely Fish Mooney, played by Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, Gotham has been a really weird bird all year. Um, the things that have worked have been sort of surprising and out of left field. And the things that you would think would work on Gotham haven't necessarily worked. Now, the last run, they went on a hiatus at the end of 2014. And when they came back, it really was really strong. And a lot of that was due to... Jada Pinkett Smith's performance as Fish Mooney. Um, She and the Penguin were the strongest things about the show, but she really shined in the second half of the season, uh, whereas the Penguin just sort of kept doing the same stuff, um, and it started to feel old. Um, She's not going to be back as a regular cast member. I don't believe we've seen the last of Fish Mooney. But um, it, it, it is really weird just about that show. Uh, you know, a, a lot of the stuff about Gotham has been really clunky. And yet the Fish Mooney has just been, you know, like a bolt out of, out of the blue. A um, couple of other things. Just a quick shout out to Jessica Williams on The Daily Show. Um, it's not really a fan bro show, but 
Uh, I definitely was rooting for her to uh, take over. Um, I mean, I'm psyched about Trevor Noah. I thought that the whole Twitter thing was a complete tempest in a teapot. And um, But Jessica Williams had been there and put in the time. And it would have really broken the gender barrier of nighttime comedy. There, I don't think there's been a woman in nighttime comedy since Joan Rivers. And her show only lasted like a year or two, her nighttime show. And then they moved her to the daytime and she was successful. Um, so yeah, shout out to Jessica Williams. Um, I still feel just from a fan bros point of view, we have to pour one out for Tara from True Blood, who was never treated right. That character was totally abused for no reason. Um, and they really didn't seem to have any any idea what to do with her. Um they, they they had a lot of options when they made her a vampire, and they didn't take any of the good ones. And um, just uh, a quick, you know, to the uh, the the grandmothers of uh, Black Girls Rock on TV. This is these were just women on this season, but going on the way back, um, I got to give it to Teresa Owens, who was the first black female lead in a genre show, uh, Get Christy Love was a cop show that lasted one season in the very early 70s. There's a, a pretty funny conversation about it in Reservoir Dogs. Um, but Christy Love was played by Teresa Owens. And Nichelle Nichols preceded her by six years as, uh, of course, Lieutenant Uhura and um, the first black woman in an ensemble TV show. So, um, yeah. This episode was definitely uh, dedicated to Black Girls Rock, and I obviously uh, can't do, can't you know, say this anything without uh, mentioning Shonda Rhimes and her shows and Taraji P Henson. I don't happen to watch those shows. I feel like they don't fit the the fan bros model for different reasons than uh, why I don't think Shameless and. Madmen um, don't either. So, but those women, obviously, Carrie Washington, um, Viola Davis, um, Viola Davis, you know, obviously, shout outs, shout, shouts outs to them. Um, and there's plenty of other black women on TV that I didn't name because they weren't on shows this se- that have aired this season or this year in 2015 um, and or they don't fit the, the Fambro's model. Uh, the fan, the fan bros model. Although, yeah, just one more shout out. Actually, I have to say to Candy Alexander, who I, I know is on Scandal and plays Olivia Pope's evil mom. Um, I just just for her, I thought her performance in Treme. Um, I'm using a little loophole because she is on TV right now. Um, I thought her performance in Treme was one of the dopest things I've ever seen on TV. And she also was incredible in the corner. She's been on CSI Miami, the newsroom, tons of movies. But um, I guess a special, the first Lifetime uh, Fan Bros Chico Leo Lifetime Achievement Award for Black Girls Rock uh, goes to uh, Candy Alexander. So uh, thanks for listening. Uh, We'll be back uh, this week with another regular episode of Fan Bros. And, of course, next weekend we will begin our epic coverage of the epic Game of Thrones. All right, peace. Fan